What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us and welcome to Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Dennis. You can follow me at Fantasy Matt EFN. Joined together today with my boy, Matt Wendelkin. You can follow him at CityStars136. Uh, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? In how's everything? How was your amazing Sunday, Monday, fun days? <laughs> uh, it was pretty much, you know, it was good, man. It was, um, uh, I won most of my leagues by a wide margin. So Monday had, there's probably like three or four leagues that were determined by Monday. So even though there's two games going, four different teams and, you know, teams that had a lot of players on them uh, that were fa- fantasy relevant, it really did not affect uh, my uh, my evening. So I just kind of watched and, you know, whatever. So what, how, how was yours? You had your Bengals going, man. Yeah, Bengals got their dub finally on a, you know, not the most exciting uh, Monday night game. I think the... <laughs> Mike Evans' catch was more exciting than the whole Bengals game, anyway. But Dude, uh, <laughs> that was a catch. Yeah, man, he do. Yeah, I was a monster. I was worried, man, watching the game. You, you and I were kind of talking, chatting before uh, whether or not he's going to play, and then when we found out he's going to play, you were a little bit uh, not sure why. But it makes sense if you think about it. If they went, if they fall down 0-3 with the whole entire rest of the division, the three other teams in the division at two and one. That put him yes. in a massive hole. So they they almost had no chance. And he said it at the end of the game. He said, you know, I played because I had to. We couldn't afford a third win, a third loss. So yeah, um, I mean, that, yeah, risk or reward. It paid out. And they said there's no no you know no other injury. He's at the same kind of level. And you know let him let him rest. They got Tennessee, I believe, coming up this week. So yeah, yeah, away week four. Week three is in the books, man, and week four is upon us. Bro, do you realize how fast this goes? I Dude, tell you, all nuts, my friends. Man. He's been, we spend all the off season. I mean, people that aren't de- degenerates like us. I mean, they don't do dynasty or, and whatever. So, like a lot of times, they're not really paying attention as much in the off season. But the off season is man, it's just a waiting game. It's like watching paint dry, and it feels like a week is forever, and a month is like an eternity. And then all of a sudden, the, the games kick off, and it's like, oh shit, it's week four. Oh wait, it's week eight. Oh crap, the playoffs are in two weeks, and you're like, holy shit. That's why I say, and I live by this. Every week counts in everyone's fantasy, no matter what. Uh, I mean, a hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I mean, to, to kind of chime in on that, even, you know, like mostly we, we, we kind of vacillate between, you know, redraft and dynasty here. We talk a little bit more on dynasty when it comes to trades. That's pretty much all we talk about in dynasty is trades. Just we'll have to switch it up a little bit and start talking more redraft trades. Sure. Um, a little, a little bit hard to kind of like, you know, uh, gauge dynasty redrafts or, uh, sorry, redraft trades just because like it's a win now regardless. So it's like, you just go for the best player. Um, but you know, um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things going on and, you know, and I would say, you know, just like what you said, there's, there's leagues where I'm in first place and I'm actively going looking on the waiver, like who do I need to pick up just in case who do I need to, you know, like injuries are abound. Uh, anything can happen. You can be in first place to week five and then you have two guys go down and all of a sudden you're in last place and don't make the playoffs. So, uh, constant, keep constant on, especially, especially in redrafts where you can find people on the waiver wires versus, you know, when you get into dynasty and there's less people that are available within the waiver wire pickups, but, um, always stay active, always looking, you know, and I'll give you a couple of hints of what, what I've been thinking in the, you know, um, you know, you got kickers, people don't think about kickers and defense, you know, it's nope. like I scroll through, you know, look at like w- where people have scored the most points the past couple of weeks. Who's got the most points for the season. 
and I see where yep. my current kicker or defense ranks within that, and I'll pivot. Dude, there's some kickers that you know coming in the city season were projected as top four, top five, and people just hold on to them because that's what they look at with how they're projected at the beginning of the season. Well, guess what? The offense could be worse. Oh, oh yeah. or the the kicker's off, or whatever the case might be. You know, and you just have to pivot. If you're just going to stick to your to your guns, and you're going to lose, man. Um, I did a couple of pickups last weekend, or last week, I should say, and it and it paid off by you know. The difference between winning and losing sometimes is what three, four, five points. A kicker, you can have twelve yeah. points, or you can have four points. I mean, that's a eight point difference in your scoring for the week, picking the right kicker. So, like, we don't talk about that quite a bit. We need to start kind of like spreading what we discussed and 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 on the podcast. So, uh, so oh, we got right. a couple of kicker. We got a kicker talking about today and a defense that we're going to talk about today. Um, oh yeah. In the meantime, uh, just me and you, man, riding fucking solo. Just the two, the, the two amigos, dos amigos. Uh, right, Roger's bro. down in uh, Dallas. He's uh, traveling for work for the next couple of days. So we're hoping he'll be on Thursday. It's Tuesday night. They're recording now. If not, we'll we'll, uh, we'll roll solo again. Maybe we'll get a, a guest on uh, Thursday to kind of like uh, facilitate Roger not being here. We got to fill fine, up that bro. talking time, you know? Doesn't bother me, bro. All are welcome. Yes, yes, yes. All right, man. So week week three, before we get into kind of week three recap and how we, we were excited or whatever happened out of it, let's just, there's a, one big injury that we got to talk about. Why don't you hit that? Yeah. Uh, it sucks because he had such a good game, but uh, Mike Williams out IR, torn ACL. Sucks, man. Dude. I hate to see the good yeah, ones. Yeah, he cannot grow. say, I mean, you know, people use the term injury prone. Um you know, I, I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know if that's even a thing, but, um, I will say that that poor kid has been, you know, constant injuries since he's coming to the league, which sucks. And even when he was in college, he had a, a few injuries as well, which is why he wasn't drafted as high as he could have been. <clears throat> but yeah, it sucks, man. Out for the year. Um, you know, so then you got to look at sucks. the rest of the, uh, receiving core there and how it affects them and who could, you know, you know, stock rises with certain people. So it's an opportunity again, as we talk about waiver wires, looking at the waiver wires and, and, and grabbing those players uh, that you think will take over that spot. So speaking of, you've got Quinton Johnson. Yep. Um, so do you think it's going to affect? I was going to say that? Palmer too. It's going to be the Palmer's next one. The other one. Yeah. So I was going to say, do you yeah. think it's going to affect him or do you think Palmer's going to get more, uh, know, more, more bump? I don't know. Palmer did well this past week, man. He did, he did well, but um, I think it's going to be like, you know, whoever performs is going to get the spot. And swapping them in and out, you know, best man, next man up, bro. That's how I believe yeah. it. Next, you know, Keenan Allen's an, an older gentleman now in the league considerably. You know, he, he's, he's still, doing he's his still thing. scoring points for fantasy. Yeah. So I don't even see how old he is, man. He's not in a wheelchair <laughs> yet. So yeah, I mean, if you think about, it, he's been in for you know how many years, and, and he's still producing, and he's still that number one guy, similar to like another gentleman we're gonna talk about later. Yep. Yeah. 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 I I would go for Palmer probably. Um, the yeah, reason being, he's been, in the, he's been in the offense longer. I mean, there's been more hype around him over the past couple of years. He's never kind of, or he's had, I should say blips in, in kind of that, um, Quentin, I feel like, you know, first round draft pick, obviously he's got the draft capital to go with it. I feel like he's had a lot of drops. I feel like, you know, once you start to get to that, that, that position where like the quarterback doesn't trust you because it's, you could drop it potentially. He's going to look somewhere else. Um, not saying that's going to be the case throughout the whole entire year. He's obviously going to have more opportunities now that Mike Williams out. So that's a, that's a guarantee. Like that's for sure. Um, but I just think probably the more sure bet if I were to put my money on one of the two would be Palmer personally. Yeah, no. And, and it sucks because, you know, uh, Williams out, 
um, Eckler's out. I mean, dude, they can u- they can use these guys. I mean, thank God they got you know the Vikings are sl- slightly retarded in a lot of ways. Excuse my language, but Jesus, yeah. I mean, you know, they got they sneaked away, especially with that damn coach. So, yeah, you know. Um, speaking of, so uh, so Eckler, have you heard anything about Eckler as far as uh, I mean, you no. got him on speed dial now. So he's pl- he's playing video games today with some other people. He's doing some promo stuff. That's all I saw today, and he's constantly. Yeah getting worked on and getting treatment at the facility. That's, that's all I see from the Eckler camp that I can tell. Yep. All right. All right. So let's hit, let's hit week three. So, you know, we, we talked, I want to say it was, you know, I forget what, what day of the week it was last week. We, we dropped three pods last week. One of the ones we were talking about, like how it's been kind of a disappointment within fantasy right now. I mean, just like the lack of scoring, you know, just like some of these duds, you know, Quarterbacks we thought were going to be epic and and kind of elite and giving us elite numbers were barely scraping by, you know. So it was just like a wah wah, you know. And then all of a sudden, yeah, week three Sunday hits and brother, I'm in a lot of leagues, so obviously like yeah, I get notices, but like it was like Bing 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 a minute later, oh, Bing yeah. Bing like two minutes later, Bing 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 Bing, and I'm like, what the fuck? It was just like nonstop, and I'm like, this can't be real, like. We don't talk about, we're actually kind of, we'll talk about one of the players. We're not going to talk about all of them. Miami, that whole entire game, I looked and it was 35 to whatever. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. And then I kind of ignored it for a little while. And I looked back and it was like 70. And I was like, are you, what the fuck? I was like, holy shit, dude. Like 70 points the first time. It was nonstop, bro. Dude, it was epic, man. I mean, it was Fantasy gods are upon us. I think it got a little slower last night. Obviously, there's only two games. Even, you know, Sunday night wasn't really as epic. But it was just like Sunday during the day. It was just like, I would say probably the first, the 12 o'clock Central Time, which would be 1 o'clock your time. That first Mm -hmm. run of games was just like, shout out a rocket. It's just like, how quickly can we just like blow somebody's phone up and just like hard, you know, short circuit it, whatever you want to call it. Um, So coming out of the week, man, like, like, I know I did really well. I, I ended up finishing, I think I, what did I count? 15, 15 and seven out of the 22 leagues mm-hmm. that I was in. So one of them, right. yeah, one of them is a, um, uh, NCAA uh, league, but, um, yeah. So how, how did you fare, man? Like, what was the one that you were just like, the one that you really wanted to win? The one that you're just like, fuck that sucked, dude. Well, or you thought you were going to win based on the early morning Sunday. Cause that okay. was also misleading because I got off the big so, leads and then I looked later on and I was like, holy shit, like this dude's catching up towards the end of the, week, end of the day. I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, man, I I, uh, I did pretty well. I fared. I, I definitely were on the higher win percentage. I'm only in like realistically five solid, you know, decent money leagues I really pay attention to. So I did, I'm three out of two. Still not a winning yeah, no, percentage. that's good, dude. That's good. Um, I, I also, league, by the way, when, when I quote the amount of leagues that I'm in, I also not feel yeah. embarrassed. I feel like I, I might have a lot of a problem, but that's fine. In this world, you're always welcome in that. This is not a problem in this area. <laughs> I just others, maybe. That's it, dude. Keep got to be in to win it. So sorry, sorry, I interrupted you, bro. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, man, it was my league. I I, uh, I lost by three. That was that sucks. Oh. I really hate that. And uh, I'm gonna talk about it later about just McPherson. If he would have made the first field goal that missed one at 50, I said that that was the winner. At the end of the day, that's oh, uh, what really made made. It won. I won with him in the leagues, and then I lost with him in this league. Oh, I mean, I can relate. I mean, at this point, it's like with the leagues that I'm in, it's like some. That's why, honestly, like half the time I don't look. I'll look like at halftime. I look at the scores quickly, and then I look at the end of the first games just to see where I'm at. Like I don't sit there and like look at every every like I, I when I first did 
uh, fantasy. I used to look like literally I was glued to my phone. It was like every like five minutes I'm looking where I'm at, where I'm at, who's scoring what, let me check every game. And now I'm just like, whatever, because there's just so many guys to track. But there was oh, another yeah, course, thing that dude. there was another thing that came on Monday night that you were really close to getting that you fell a few yards short. Oh I man, say. that's right. Yeah. I don't even you, talk you, about I really forgot till you told me now. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to rub it in. I just, I, no, I want dude. people to realize that like we, you know, again, I think this is context. Like, I don't think we talked about this before we jumped on. The reason why I'm bringing it up is not to rub it into anybody. It's not to whatever. It's just to kind of say like, Hey, we're like everybody else. Like, you know, we do this for fun. We love it. Um, but kind of, we got bad beats like everybody else does. So you had a so bad beat long, last night. Yeah. So last, so it's funny, like during the week we were speaking about Puka Nakua oh, and we're like, we'll how, how is he going to do this? Yeah. How, how is he going to do this week? And we just said, you know, Matt's like, you know, throw some yardage, throw something, throw some numbers out. And I, I must have said, I don't know, it was like seven for 10 for like 70 something yards. Like it was really like close. And then, and then last night he hits for 72. And here's what Matt was saying. I had but a nice parlay going. Jalen Hurts, touchdown. Great. Mike Evans with a phenomenal one-handed grab. Then he gets a touchdown later on the drive. So Great. check, check. You got two. Check. Hit it. Stafford, bum, last night. Still hits throws for over 225. And it was... Check. Uh, you got three. Come yeah, on, bring us home. Bring Puka. us home. Oh, 80 yards and over. And then I see that last play and he catches it. And it's like, oh, 72. Need eight more. And Fucking what? The past two weeks, ass. he's cracked over 100. I'm oh, like, dude, he's been epic. He's broken records, yeah, man. Dude, 30 bucks to win 630. It was really nice. Oh. Would have been a nice lick. But hey, listen, you win some, you lose some. Hey, man. I mean, that's, that's part of the nature of it. I mean, it makes it interesting. You know, you obviously had your, your Bengals playing, so it made it interesting regardless. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, like, you know, I, I think it's worth, you know, bringing up there. There was, you know, my bad beat that I got was there's a league that I'm quote unquote tanking in trying to get, you know, I'm fighting with Roger to get like the number one overall pick so we can get uh, Caleb Mays or uh, Caleb Williams, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever. You know, whoever can get that. And somehow I <laughs> won this past week and I was like, yeah, you did. What the fuck? Dude? I was like so annoyed. I actually destroyed the guy. 144 to 86 in big balls rolling. Uh, sorry, C Sims 52. My bad. Uh, I wish you'd have won because I was hoping that I would be uh, farther down, but I'm not. Uh, so now I've got to win. And I was a little annoyed by that. So that was like one of the ones that kind of like irked me. That and the Scott Fishbowl, man. I'm telling you. We've been texting after the Scott and, uh, you know, like I'm going to keep bringing this up because I feel, I, again, I think it's relevant because everybody talks about Scott Fishbowl. They talk about the draft, but then they don't talk about anything else. Like it goes on for a while. Um, thought we drafted a great team. David Montgomery's out. Nick Chubb's done, gone for the season. And then I've got Travis Kelsey who's out week one and then was okay. Week two we, yesterday or last week uh, weekend, I should say on Sunday had 33 points against the bears. So that's good. You know, pretty good. Um, yep. You know, so and then he have a Swifty in the house. So um <laughs> Yeah, I scored a touchdown. There was no way that man was not scoring a touchdown. Dude, he would have run over, he would have chucked yeah. whoever the hell like like you're not gonna have her show up and not fucking Yeah, I mean it's obviously out of the bag now. I mean he kind of uh, he was he was an interview, they played an interview that he had before that and he kind of admitted that like he's like, Of course so. he's like, What do you think? And he was like left out dude. Um, that was pretty funny. Taylor Swift in the building, <laughs> in case anybody didn't see that. Hanging out with his mom in a box seat, giving her high fives, hugging her all over. I'm, and it, even the announcers are like, oh, yeah, it's obvious. Like, yeah, they're obviously a couple. They're, this is the coming out. Like, this is the coming out announcement that they're they're dating. 
Yeah, well, we'll see if she's in New York when they play the Jets and smoke them on Yeah, that, that was one of the other podcasts that talked about that, too, like whether or not she'd actually travel with them because apparently she's not touring for a little while. She's, she's in a hiatus. And so she like, has a house in New York. She's got a house in New York. I mean, she probably has a house everywhere, dude. I mean, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just really You got that true, type of money. Actually. Like, holy shit, you have houses. That, people don't even know where the hell you have houses. You just have houses there. Yeah, this is true. All right. Uh, let's jump in. We kind of uh, killed 15 minutes there on the intro and kind of just like talking about week three. So uh, we're going to do like we did last week. So biggest surprises for the week for week three. We're going to hit then hit the biggest busts. So biggest surprises are positive surprises, not negative. Yes. They're going to be good, good, like, holy shit, this dude like was not expecting this performance from this guy. And then biggest busts are going to be like, I was counting on this guy because he should have been reliable and he just sucks ass. Then we're going to yep. round it up with, are they for real? We've got three of those. And then we're going to close it out and move on with our lives. Yes, so, sir. Go to you first, Pat. Why don't you go through your first three? We'll go one by one and we'll talk through them. Uh, biggest surprises, then I'll hit my my three, and then we'll go to the biggest bust. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Tank Dell first on Tank my list. Tank Dell, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jacksonville looked absolutely like a high school team out there compared to how, like, you know, rookie quarterback slinging the ball down the field. Yep. You know, T Law looked lost, and I'm like, ay, ay, ay. but uh, we'll bring up CJ Tank, later on for sure. Yeah, but. Tank Dell benefited greatly five for seven, 145, one touchdown, and it was a 40 plus yard touchdown. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, like, no, correct me, that's two, I believe, or a counted double for points, but yeah, it was one. It was like a, it was a major long shot, and he nailed it, bro. Yeah, um. Yeah, that's one thing like coming out of in the preseason and obviously Tank Dell's a rookie. Um so yeah, I mean there was hype of him in the preseason and the preseason games and kind of like during the during the the offseason, you know, and going into training camp. But yeah, he's been he's been showing up the past couple of weeks, man. I mean, he's obviously you got CJ Stroud, so you got young uh quarterback <clears throat> probably found his go-to target between that and the tight end, you know, uh Hayden Hurts. It's like, you know, he's got his like his checkdowns and everything too. Um, so yeah, the tank dial, man, uh, definitely a surprise. What was the total points on that? Uh, don't pull it up in, the, in your bonus points. Crazy league. Just pull it up in a regular. Yeah, no, I didn't even get to it. It was 35 for us, but it was, it was way, it was less than that. Probably about yeah, I had 23, I had 23 and, um, he's actually, I'm looking at this now. He's actually on the waiver wires for one of my leagues, which, uh, luckily we're not doing waiver wire pickups because I've already put a claim in for him. So we'll see if I get him. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, to kind of go through what you said, he had 23 this past week, um, 16 and a half, over 16 and a half last week, and five the first week. So start out slow, you know, like a normal rookie would. One, one thing that I always look at, and we've talked about this before, um, targets. He had 10 targets, so double digits targets last week, seven targets this week. I mean, there he he's CJ is looking for him and looking for him a lot. So well, um, you know what it is, bro. And he and he's catching five for seven. You know, what I mean, he's like it might not be a huge number, but he, every time he gets the ball thrown to him, he's pretty much catching it. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta correct myself for a minute ago. Um, I say I had, Hayden Hurst is actually Carolina, I believe, but uh, Dalton Schultz is the tight end. So mm-hmm. uh, he does have a tight end, and then he's got Nico Collins. So it's basically Robert Woods is a trees, Nico Collins, and uh, Tank Dell. So, um. Yeah, man. It's all tank tail, dude. I, tank I love all day. Great, great call. Great call. All uh, right. Keep all going. Right. Switch it up. We're going to go to uh, Mr. Sam Laporta with that bomb of a Ooh, throw from Sam from Goff. Eight for 11, 84 yards, one touchdown. Not bad, man. Not bad at all. Yeah, that, 11 that's targets. That's a nice little yeah, lick. Man. Yeah, that's bro. Kind of, that's kind of insane. 
Snap percentage was 74% of the snaps, um, which is actually down from last week, which is 82. Um, 18.4 points in probably most PPR leagues, or ha- that's actually half PPR. So even higher than that, um, yeah, that'd be another four points. So twenty over 20, over 20 points, easily 22 yeah. points. Um, Correct. Yeah. Dude, it was, what's crazy too is that they had a Hawkinson. You think about this. Like Hawkinson was always looked at as like, Oh my God, he's a tight end five, uh, you know, upper tight end five, right? Tight end three, some people thought, when he was still in Detroit. I'm talking yep. about just Detroit Hawkinson. And they never utilized him, really. And then they trade his no. ass, and they bring in this rookie, and it's just like, wheels up, man. Like, Iowa tight ends, man. Sam Laporta, dude. Like, it wasn't uh, even Mike like McNutted, a... who, if you want to jump with Mike McNutted, uh, you know, public service announcement. So Mike McNutted is from, so he's, he lives in Iowa. And he's all about the Iowa Hawkeyes, and he loves Iowa tight ends. And Sam Laporta, props to you, Mike McNutted. He was one of the first and only people that I heard tout Sam Laporta as much and as often as he did before the draft. So coming into the whole process, even before uh, Combine and everything, he was all about Sam Laporta and was like, nobody knows about him because he's at Iowa. But watch out. It's all about Sam Laporta. So fucking props, Mike McNutted, man. Cheers to you. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, dude's nice. There was, they didn't skip a beat. You go from getting rid of one, you know, and then bringing in a freaking nice fresh rookie that looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Any any fits yeah, dude, that, that offense really good, bro. Like perfect. What was that? It Sorry, that, I cut you it off. It fits that offense perfect. That's what I was gonna say, dude. You know what's gonna be even better too is when they get Jim William Williams back. Oh yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Or, for sure. Yeah. So when they get him, it's like like Jamo, and it's like he's gonna be a deep threat. You know, then you've got Amara who can do deep or he can cut it in the middle. And then you can have fucking Laporta. So they're going to have so many targets. Yeah. And then you got Gibbs out of the backfield, dude. It's like, and then Reynolds is, in the slot, bro. You and can then have Reynolds, a million. Yeah, and he, he had a drop that he, like, as far as he had a drop. I saw that. Like his stock. Well, just his stock this week. was not near what people were expecting given the first two weeks, but yeah, yeah, okay. dude, I mean that, that offense is pretty fucking epic, dude. I mean, yeah. When you got weapons, you have many to choose from, which is nice, man. Go ahead. Have your pick. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so oh, this last... is going to be for the redraft people and like checking, this is what we talked about earlier, and make sure you check your waivers because there's certain positions that like you may not think about because you're like, oh, i got to think about the running back, got to think about the, the tight end, got to think about the, the wide receiver, but guess who also scores points? Who scores points? Tell us, Pat. Kickers. Kickers score points. We love them. They're people too. Let me tell you something, man. People sleep on it. I know we pick them towards the end of every redraft, just like the defense. But this year, they're making their marks really made heavy in fantasy this year, for sure. And I mean, they, there's one person in particular. Who are we talking so about? I, I have a love-hate with Mr. McPherson, Evan McPherson, last night from the Bengals. Did great. Uh, four for five. Two in the 40s, two in 50-plus, in and he only missed one. But, geez, like, that's the kid's money. That's why they call him Money McPherson for a reason, so. But yeah. uh, that, that'll that'll net you about seventeen points in most leagues, give or take. You're gonna, yeah, eighteen is what I'm looking at in, in one of my leagues. Um, but yeah, that fluctuates depending on how the how the points are scored. But yeah. I will I'll, I'll one up you, man, because there's somebody who I'm looking on my uh, my waivers that's uh, gay. Um, oh, dude, so yeah, kicker from Indianapolis. Was... So he was four for four for fifty plus kicks, five for five total. <laughs> he had twenty four points total, dude. Um, yeah, so Matt Gay, he didn't do good. He didn't do good. Uh, week one or week two, so it's kind of weak, obviously that offense, and that was with Richardson as quarterback. So you got to remember, we're gonna we're gonna double up on the on the kicker love here. So you got to remember, 
Yeah, Gardner Minshew was week three. So he played all yep. week three. So you saw a spike in the offense, movement in the offense, the flow of the offense versus Richardson, which is scoring, you know, scoring more touchdowns. Well, guess what? You don't want you don't want touchdowns, man. You want kickers. Uh yeah, what's of good course. about what's good about Matt Gay is that he's also indoors. Um, so you don't have to worry about the weather. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Just something to think about. They're playing against the Rams next week, uh, at home. No, no, uh, no. So, yeah. Rams was this week. We played the Rams last night. We, no, no, they no. play Tennessee next no, this week. No, Indianapolis. Oh, wait. oh Indy, 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 I'm thinking like, <laughs> my bad, brother. I was yeah, looking yeah. at something else to get ahead of you, but my bad. You're good. You're good. Bye. Real yeah, quick. So, so you got two kickers, McPherson or Gay, Matt Gay. So take a look. Go for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Dude. I do love your uh, your your Cincinnati Bengal love. Yeah, bro. Let me just tell you something real quick. So my boy had a crazy bet with Baltimore involving Baltimore. Okay. And Matt Gay re- royally screwed him. So I literally watched my friend almost die and cry. My couch was like, to cl- you know, clear out about fifteen hundred dollars. It was a nice, it was a really nice bet, and he was in shock, and he still hates me to this day because he thinks I'm a mush. I'm like, how oh, you got this? Then Matt K keeps kicking this ball. I mean, and he wins the game. Like, Stop dude. kicking like- the fucking ball, dude. Just punt the ball. <laughs> so shout out to my boy George. We see you, Emilio. You'll be all right. Get him next time. All right, we're going to jump into to my top, uh, my big surprises for the week. I'll hit three real quick. So you got Kenneth Walker, man. So, you know, when they drafted uh, Charbonnet, you know, the talk was, oh, it's going to split backfield. What's that going to look like? It's going to eat into Kenneth yep. Walker's role. Week one did not look promising. Week one kind of looked like it was going to be that way. And I'll, I mean, just in general, uh, Geno Smith did not look good week one. The whole offense struggled week one. Week two, they picked it up quite a bit against Detroit. Uh, ended up being another shootout. You know, they, they love to do those shootouts against Detroit. And then you got last week against Carolina or week Eesh. three, I should say at home against Carolina, he 18 attempts, 97 yards. So almost hit hundred average yards per carry was 5.37. Sorry. 5.39, two rushing touchdowns. He also had three for three for targets for almost 60 yards. So yeah. total 29.10, uh, yards for half PPR points for half PPR. Uh, so you can look at. I'm gonna start pulling up my PPR because this happy PPR is bullshit. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, don't do that. yeah, he had an epic, <laughs> epic man, epic week. Um, wheels up. It looks like Zach Charbonnet is not really gonna be a, a thing as much as we thought he was gonna be, which is kind of weird, considering where they drafted him in the second round. You know, it looked like they were just gonna be like, screw it, we're gonna do a two head monster, and that's what we we feel best. About, <clears throat> excuse me, best about and. That quickly changed. So, um, but, yeah. So, but Matt, I mean, I would still up, keep him on your bench as a handcuff if you have him. I wouldn't like. Totally, oh, Charbonnet. You know, give oh, out of course. In yeah. Dynasty, you definitely don't get rid of Charbonnet by any means. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. We saw happen to this, Nick bro. Chubb. So, I mean, anything can happen from one week to next. So, and that goes for redraft, bro. I, for me particularly, I like to have my handcuff on my RB ones just to have. You just never know. Like, look, Eckler went down. Nice to have. You know, Chubb went down. Ford would have been nice to have. You just never know where it could be. I mean, that's me. I just stash them. You can't Hell go yeah. wrong with it. All right, right we're gonna Pop. go. We're we're gonna turn the age up a little bit on this on this dial. We're gonna go to a thirty three year old. That was not a misspeak. A thirty three year old wide receiver who many, you know, thought once he left uh, Minnesota that he was washed and he would never amount to anything. Well, guess what? Uh, he's now in Carolina. Um. First week, dud. Um, you have a rookie quarterback that was starting week one, week two. Uh, and guess who was going to, who, guess who is the quarterback week three? Andy Dalton. Uh, and you definitely saw the wheels up. So, Adam Thielen. A lot of age. 
A lot of age in that in that uh, huddle right there for this past week. You've got Adam Thielen and Andy Dalton. Uh, Adam Thielen had 14 targets, 11 receptions, 145 fucking yards, man. Jesus Christ. Average yards per catch was 10.36 and one touchdown. And a full PPR that was a 31.5 fantasy point. So wheels up Adam Thielen from Minnesota State. 10 years in the league and still fucking balling. Crazy. Help me him help me in the dynasty. I'll tell you that. He's been stashed there and he made it bam right up there. Dude, he, even last bro. week he had 20 points. I mean, I think people are just sleeping on Adam Thielen. I mean, you know, Miles Sanders hasn't been doing much. Um, I've got Chiba Hubbard in a couple of leagues and he's been okay. And besides, uh, you know, Jonathan yeah. Mingo, I mean, even DJ Chark had a little bit of a wheels up this past week. So yeah, dude, I mean, honestly, Andy Dalton looked awesome for the week. I mean, he he was tearing it up, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean I know this, is, this is about Andy Dalton, but he, they attempted 58, 58 passes, five, eight, five, eight. He comp- completed 34 for 361 yards and two touchdowns. Again, this is about Andy Dalton, but it could be. Um, overall points wasn't that high, but I mean, dude, that's just like for a 35 year old quarterback who's a backup. I mean, he just came in and was like, all right, let's go. Let me strap on my, (laughs) put on my jock strap and take you to the promised land, bitch. Keep slinging, bro. Keep slinging, man. And then I'm going to end. Who you got next, Matt? I'm going to end with, uh, something that I'm going to do just because again, it's for redraft people. So we're going to end a defense and, Defense doesn't matter, sure. You can say that all you want until your defense scores 33 points. And that defense scored 16 points more than the second-ranked defense for the week. Second-ranked defense for the week was the Detroit Lions, who got kind of manhandled by Atlanta. Uh, And then you've got the Buffalo Bills, who just destroyed the Washington Commanders. So Buffalo Bills had 33 points for the week. Um, they are the number one defense for the week. They scored one defensive touchdown, had a forced fumble, four interceptions, only three points allowed, nine, nine sacks. Do you remember Ferris, Ferris Bueller? Do you remember that TV sh- that movie? Nine mm-hmm. times. <laughs> <laughs> one fumble recovery and 15 quarterback hits. Sam Howell yeah. is got to be fucking hurting today. Uh, that's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. So Buffalo defense, that, man. Rough. Yeah, take it, take it down, dude. If they're available for some reason, double check your waiver wire, see if they're available, and I would drop. Well, maybe not next week because they're next week they're going week four. They're going against Miami, but then they've got Jacksonville, the Giants, New England, and Tampa Bay. They've got four games back to back to back to back that they could easily destroy and just like take the house down on. So, uh, yes, yeah, Buffalo Bills, grab them quick. Yeah, don't yeah, but don't drop them. Don't drop. Don't drop. Them. Definitely don't. Not, not oh yeah, that's a good, no, that's a great call because people yeah, look at Miami who just dropped seventy points and say, "Well, I've got the Buffalo Bills and I don't want to hold on no. to them." But you fucking hold the Buffalo Bills, dude. You do not drop the Buffalo Bills. Period. Yeah, don't even try. Like just just be patient. Hold two defenses for a week. You'll be okay. And then Promise drop you. the other defense that you just picked up and move on with your life. Biggest that's bust. It, Hit it, Pat. I'm going Calvin Ridley, dude. Killing Oof, me. That one hurts. But but you know, and this is a uh, realistically, it's two weeks in a row. It's not like he came up great against uh, Indy. Yeah, you're right. Boom. You're right. But this also trickles down to Trevor Lawrence also in this offense. So I can't just blame him. Yes, he has some drop passes. Oh, Trevor Lawrence does not look good, dude, at all. Yeah, he's like way off. I'm like, and I had such high stock in Jags. 
you know, they came off such a nice finish, you know, making up, you know, knocking out the Chargers in the playoffs. Dude, it was a good start. Like, you know, good ending. Should have been a good quick start. Now I'm just like, uh, dude, Ridley again, man. Like, yeah, I agree. Calvin Ridley, man. He, he, seven he, he targets, like, dude. Well, in Nothing. the offseason and in, in the preseason games, he like he looked he looked like a monster in week one. It was like, oh, yep, that's legit. And then it was just like, where's Calvin Ridley? It's like that big fucking Jaguars, question, man. Bro. Where in the world is them. Calvin Ridley? If anybody finds Calvin Ridley, please return him to the stadium. Or or bro. actually take it back. Trevor Lawrence. Like, can somebody fi- figure out what the hell happened to Trevor Lawrence? And yeah, he guy. was I mean, dude, you're the captain of that ship and you sh- Fucking ran to the rocks, bro. It looked horrible. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? I'm like, because I I have them in a few of my redraft leagues, and I'm like, I kind of set it up with that, you know, the quarterback, wide receiver you duos. Stack, I usually you gotta do. Get the stack. You gotta go with the stack. Stack stack my ass, bro. Shit backfired on me. That I was like, dog come crap. on, bro. I'm like, oh no, I lied in this one though. At least I started uh, Kirk Cousins over him this past week, so it worked out. All right, who else so, you got? Waller. Waller. Darren Waller. Yeah. But I was the, giving you, you know, shit Giants before I jumped down about talking about two tight ends, but I'll let you go. You got this. Take it. Yeah, because I mean, dude, the hype coming in to this season, the Giants and everything. No, else, there was a Darren lot of hype. Waller was big. You know, big acquisition. Was, also, yeah. you know, all the Giants. Like, you know, I'm in I'm in the media of New York, New Jersey media and marketplace. So, you know, here in Jersey, that was like I was, oh bro, Waller, bro, big addition. I'm like, yeah, but you know, he's, he's comes from injury, comes from a lot of things you don't know. And then the Giants just looked like shit in general. So, um, well, dude, he's and, not and helping, honestly, bro. preseason, there was like the first three. I think it was like preseason week two or week. I think it was week two. Bro, it was like the first three passes are right to Waller. It was just like Waller, 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 and everybody's like, oh my god, Waller's all he all he sees. Like he's got his new partner. Dude, bad, bro. I'm like. He, I don't know. It's just not what you expected from him. And he's dropping passes too. Danny Dimes does sling it to him and he's just dropping passes. Trust me. When I watch these yeah. games, I'm just like, that's, those are my two phenomenal busts of that's, the week. That's what happens when you're lying tight ends, man, to think they're going to be studs. Like, you know, yeah, no. we don't have them on here, but Kyle Pitts, man, I don't know. I was never really, really a big, like hoping in a dream for a tight end to become the, the number one Kelsey or Andrews. Like we've seen. So we'll leave that for another day. Uh, I yeah, got bro. two as well. Uh, Kyron Williams. What the fuck happened to you, dude? Like, <laughs> what the shit? He just like literally like disappeared, man. Watching that game, I'm like, seriously, like he did not look good. Did not look comfortable. Wasn't seeing the hole. Um, wasn't making legit moves. Uh, snapped one. So he played 100% of the snaps. 100% of the snaps. He's in every single solitary offensive snap. Not one did he. I don't think I've ever seen this before, to be honest with you. So in the week uh, two against San Francisco, he played 95% of the snaps. That's still a lot for a normal running back. Obviously, they got right. rid of Cam Akers. He's just been shipped out. But you got other running backs. And dude, 100% of the snaps, man, like ten only 10 rushing attempts, 38 fucking yards. He yeah, had seven bad, targets. Bro. He only caught two of them. So even like that's where I saw a lot of it was like him seeing holes, like I said. And even in the saving game, like, he just looked like he wasn't going after the ball. Like it's the first time I'd actually seen him in live action, and he just did not look like he wanted to catch the ball. Didn't know like didn't look like he knew what to do with the ball when it was thrown to him. Like it just it, I don't know. It was mind boggling. First week, well, that, week one yeah. against Seattle, had seventeen points. Week two against San Francisco. San Francisco defense is legit. Probably one of the top defense, top three defenses in the whole entire NFL. He scored twenty eight mm-hmm. points, and then week three. 
against Cincinnati. He still has a very legit defense. I'm not trying to downgrade you. you know, I'm not trying to, you know, like yeah, for sure. or shade towards Cincinnati, but they're definitely not at San Francisco's level, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And he only had six or sorry, 8.5 points. Like what in the hell happened to you, dude? I'll be honest Insane. with you, bro, but Stafford played like horse shit too. He was Golden getting Star sacked and rushed. Really the shit. team looked horrible, bro. Look, Puka did nothing. You're like, if you look between... I thought it was going to be a shootout, dude. I mean, granted, yeah, I, knew, I, agree. I knew obviously your quarterback was hurt and Burrow was, was not really 100%, but it's like it still could have been a shootout. I mean, he played like an all-star against San Fran and then against Cincy. I'm like, the hell is going on here? Like, you made this, the Bengals look like some crazy yeah. legion of boom over here. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't get anything going. I was like, all right. I'll but take here's the, the win. Things, but-, but here's the thing when you start to look at more stats deeper, and I'm going to break down a couple of things before we move on. So his yards per carry in the game against Cincinnati is the same or similar to the yards per carry against San Francisco and against Seattle. All of them have very good defenses. So Seattle is 3.47 yards per carry. He had 15 carries, but two touchdowns. San Francisco, 3.71 yards per carry, 14 attempts, one touchdown. Last uh, last night, he had 3.8 yards per carry, 10 attempts, no touchdowns. So that's where you can see like the drop off. Yeah. That it was a touchdowns. Sense. Basically the touchdowns and he didn't get the receptions, you know? So it's like, you know, that's where he got hurt. And it's just like, he's obviously somebody who's going to be dependent. He's not a workhorse. 3.7, 3.8 yards for running back in the, in the NFL is not good. Um, not going to get you on the, on anyone's roster. No, I'm not going to keep you there. That's for sure. No. So anyways, Kyron Williams, you can go fuck off. And I'm going to keep somebody. I'm going to talk about somebody on the same exact team in Puka Nakua. Yeah, Holy bro. crap. I mean, you talked about what you had. All you needed was 80 yards. This dude, week one, got you 119 yards. Week two, got you 147 yards. Week three, 72. He had on, 15 dude. targets, which is insane. And then we all like the conversation of him being 15 targets a game and 20 targets a game was never going to happen. That's never, never sustainable. We, we, me, you, Roger had, had kind of debates going back and forth and slight arguments because that, that, was never going to be physically possible to sustain long term, yeah, especially when Cooper Cup were to come back. Impossible yeah. to get even ten targets a game is like on a consistent basis so is impossible. But still, seven targets, five catches, seventy two yards. He has zero touchdowns the whole entire year, by the way. So even everything that he's done this year has all been based off of no no touchdowns. Jeez. And yeah, it's it just it's basically like. He's gotten to the points in the hype that he's gotten because of the overall amount of work that's been thrown his way. And guess what? He had a defense that basically said, we're not going to let you beat us. And they schemed to him. So Puka wasn't open. So then, he, you know, Stafford would go to somebody else. So well, I wonder what you're going to see going forward. If you're going to start to see all the, they play Indianapolis, who also has a good defense. Um, but I wonder if you're going to start to see like all the other teams and that's at Indianapolis as well scheme towards Puka Nakua and take him out of the game and make Stafford throw to somebody else. Yeah, because that's who worked Atwell. last night. What's that? I said it worked last night and At- Atwell benefited greatly. Yeah, Atwell from benefited. It. I mean, but then but then again, the conversation's been, and we had a debate, not a debate, but, you know, when Roger was on a couple weeks ago, a week and a half ago, he said that, you know, this offense is predicated on having two wide receivers in the past and you can't support that. He, he used valid, you know, trees as one of them. So, but... Right. That was a different Matt Stafford. So it's also like defenses are scheming. So now because, you know, maybe it would be better actually if you were to have, um, you know, oh shit, um, Cooper Cup back. I just brain fart right there for a second. If Cooper Cup was back, it might actually benefit Puku Nikua because then they'd have to double team Koopa, 
or uh, yeah, uh, huh. Cooper, Cooper Cup, yeah. but they'd have to double double him, and then they leave Nakua open. So, you know, I think it's just being the number one. It's probably like he's still trying to figure out how to get his, you know, separation and everything. Um, came out of BYU, uh, highly touted prospect, dropped to the fifth round, but still highly touted prospect. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see until um, Cooper Cup comes back if if defenses, you know, he goes, goes against Indianapolis week four, Philadelphia week five. Arizona week six, who sells a decent, pretty legit defense. So those are three not easy matchups, man. So it'll be interesting to see yeah, if no. they can adjust and if they can figure out a way to get him the ball. Matt, uh, real quick, I got one yeah. honorable mention. I'll go through All real right, quick. All right, let's do it, man. Dude, T. Higgins, bro. Unbelievable, bro. Yeah, I mean, Top that whole pass. offense is kind of broken, though, dude. I mean, I, I agree yeah, with you. But, I'm, not, I'm not trying to throw shade. It's just like yeah, no, I feel but like Chase, that offense just not, looks, does not look like what it should. Well, Chase looked back to normal last night for once. Well, Boyd he's, he's was got catching a lot of targets, last night. So. Boyd was doing well. He picked up the slack. But everything that was thrown yeah, to Higgins, he just dropped, dude. He did he drop. I saw a couple major drops. I was like, whoa, dude, yeah. what the hell is that? He was two for eight for 21 yards, man. Oh, I that, didn't realize it was that bad. I yeah, it was. Um, that's what stats. I said. Like, That's your arminal mention for some shit play. I'm like, come on, bro. And, yeah. and right in his hands. So that's it. I'm done with that one. All right. We got five minutes. Let's try to hit these last five. Are they real? Or last three, I should say. Are they real in five minutes? Ready? Go. Devon A-Chain, man. Let's talk about the boy, Oof. Devon A-Chain, man. I just made a trade for him, and we'll talk about the trade when we hit Thursday's trades. Um, yeah, somebody offered me basically, you know, uh, Devon A-Chain, Wanda Gibbs off of me, and threw in some other pieces that I'll talk about when we break down the trade later on in the week. But Devon A-Chain, is he for real? That offense, 70 fucking points. First time it's, like I said earlier, First time an NFL team has scored 70 points or that many points since 1966. It's been yeah, almost that's... 60 years. Lee. Also makes you wonder that offense in 1966, how did they score 70 fucking points? Who were they playing against? Because back then it wasn't passing. It was like running the whole time. I don't know. but Did they bring a JV been... team out of the field to play against? Topic for another day. I'm going to look that up for next week or for next episode. But Devon okay. A-Chain, is he for real? That's a question to you, Pat. Um, I think everyone in the Dolphins is for real, to be honest with you. I think you can't go wrong. Dude, they said if you started all the Dolphins yesterday, I believe they said it was 200 fantasy points between yeah. it wouldn't have been a perfect. It would not have been a perfect lineup, but yes, it was. It would have been a destroyed lineup. I think the perfect lineup ended up being three Dolphins, and it was like 242 points. It would have been a perfect lineup and a full PPR lead. But no, I do believe he's real. I mean, he's going to be there in the back. That's it. Him and uh, Mostrat. I keep his name wrong. Mostert. Mostert. Mostert toaster. Well, and here's, whatever you call him. So here's the thing. The knock on Devon A. Chain has always been his size. When he when he was drafted, he's a smaller back. I mean, he's five foot yeah. nine, 188 pounds. But that dude's got speed. That motherfucker's got speed. Uh okay with it. Did not play week one. Zero zero snaps. Percentage of snaps. So last week against New England, played 10% of the snaps. He only had one rush attempt. Five yards, so five yards per carry. One target for four mm. yards. Then you fast forward to this week, which he was put in basically because it's a blowout. You know, so yep. looking at that. I mean, I will say, though, he scored the first touchdown. So it's not like he was put in just because it was a blowout. Like, he scored the first touchdown. Two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, 203 yards rushing on 18 attempts. Ridiculous, Four on the targets for from a receiving perspective for 30 yards. He was only... This is what's crazy stat. He was only in 41% of the snaps with 200 yards rushing, 40% of the snaps. 
I think they scored over 700 yards total offense, by the way, or, or accumulated. Total fantasy points, 54.30. Now, the trade was made because he probably thought that, like, hey, I'm going to see the, the numbers and be like, oh, my God, it's a Bonnie chain. But there's other reasons why, and I'll talk about it when we break down. This offense is electric, man. This is the best offense in the whole entire NFL, and I want sure. pieces of this offense. Love he it. came in. He came in from Texas A&M, Devon A. Chain, a chain. Somebody, somebody said earlier, as I said, a, pod, a podcast. I said a chan. Um, I don't know how to pronounce. He, it, so correct, he, cor- he corrected it. Uh, may, oh, he must have. After everybody was like saying his name, I'm sure he probably dropped it. He's like, "That's a chain. Is not my name. It's a chan." He, he literally said, "He's like." Since I pulled the numbers I did, basically, this is exactly now you need to, now you need to, speak, now I to call my name. You need to speak my name correctly. <laughs> yeah, he corrected. I did on the same shit. It's like I earned this shit now. Now you're gonna tell, now you're gonna pronounce it correctly. I, I love Slaughtered. that. Man. Props to him. Uh, they do go against Buffalo next week, so that'll be interesting. But to kind of go back to it, like they just put they, this genie just like not only popped out of the fucking bottle, this genie right. blew the bottle up. The, there's nothing left of this bottle, so you can't even put the genie back in the bottle at this point. Mooster gets hurt quite a bit. Uh, so if he ever goes down, yeah, this is, yeah, they've got speed upon speed upon speed. Grab the Dolphins, as many Dolphins as you can. Grab them. Yeah, bro. Keep rocking. All right, we got uh, two more quarterbacks to wrap up. You want me up. to get the, I got, I got the one. Yeah, you do the one, you hit the one, I'll hit the second one. And then we'll call love. it. Love. Jordan, love. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about, yeah, I'm glad you let him with the Green Bay Packers because <laughs> I don't like speaking anything highly. Although it's better than him talking about Aaron Rodgers, so go ahead. Yeah, man, dude's solid again, man. Another another great week, to be honest with you, man. And, and a comfort behind vic- last minute victory, bro. Guy looks clutch, bro. Yeah, I, uh, I lost most of that game because that's all I could get, um, to be honest. And this is not this is not a bear's hate. I think the stats don't really show like he doesn't look as good as the stats show. That's all that I'll it, say. Two fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy, you know. One only one T D, one interception. It's not nothing fancy, nothing sexy, but Getting the job done though, but consistent you, 20, over twenty fantasy yeah. points for the first three weeks. Correct, three yeah, 25, 20, yep. 25, Man, that's solid, bro. What else you can ask, ask for? Yeah, and like I said, I'm not a you know this isn't to knock on 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 uh, the Packers by any means. I definitely don't have any mm-hmm. love for them whatsoever. But yeah, he's been legit and he's been solid. So props to them. You know, he's he's been enough uh, from a fantasy perspective to to get you the points. I'm just saying, like watching the game because. That's what I was stuck watching all of Sunday because that was the only game that was on in my area because I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, for sure. the noon time frame. And he was missing wide open receivers. Like he was overthrowing, underthrowing, missing reads. So, and same, same thing with the Bears. Like he, he destroyed the Bears at the end. Like it, it looked like it was an epic day, but like three out of three quarters of the, the game, he did not look that good. He looked okay. Um, but yeah, yep. ride it while you can or trade him. In my opinion, like hell, I would take this now and trade Jordan Love. And try to get like a CJ Shroud. That's what I would do. Because I see, I see CJ Shroud going up, and I'm going to talk about him right now, and that's the reason why I picked him. Um, yeah. The ceiling is going to keep going up, man, for sure. I think his ceiling is like at least 50%, if not twice as high as what uh, Jordan Love's ceiling is. Oh, can and I, I say not, this, though? Yeah, go ahead, man. Bro, Thursday night, they play the Lions, and I, I think that's going to be more Green of Bay a does. testament. Yeah, yeah, that's like, I think that for Love is like a. Let me see how you do now, because I think that's a that's gonna be a that's, super great home, sling though. out. It's at home. I'm not really at home games. I don't really think are a test. To be honest with you, I you know like I think if you were to be at Detroit, that'd be a, that'd be a, a big test. I mean, he went to Atlanta, he went to Chicago. So the first two games that he played were away, were were away games. First game was this week at home. Um, 
I don't disagree with you. It's a, the defense is much better than what he's played so far. Um, although I will say New Orleans defense is not is not something we sneeze about. Like I think they've still got a legit defense. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, props to him. Like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away by no means. I'm just saying, like watching the game, he's still rusty. Now, whether or not he can he can elevate or not, like we'll see. Only time will tell. But I will talk about gotcha. CJ Stroud because I think this guy came out out of Ohio State, rookie, playing for the Houston Texans. And he was overshadowed a lot by Bryce Young because Bryce yes. Young has all the talent. He's got the arm strength. CJ Stroud has the typical build, da 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 da. But there's always like, oh, he doesn't really have the arm. He just doesn't have the smarts. Like, there's a lot of this knock about CJ Stroud. Oh, is this scheme thing because it's Ohio State? This kid has only gotten better and better each week. So, week one, he was uh, 28 of 44. So, they're passing a lot too. Uh, week two, 30, so 28 to 44, 240, 42 yards. Sorry about that. Uh, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He ran a couple of times for 20 yards. That's it. Um, fumbled the ball too. Uh, last week he had 47 attempts, 30 completions, 384 yards as a second week in the NFL playing against a good Indianapolis defense at home. Mind you, two touchdowns, no interceptions, ran three times for one yard, which is whatever. And then lost another fumble. And then Love last it. week at Jacksonville, which is this is where it gets impressive to me. You're at Jacksonville, hostile environment. You know, Jacksonville's got a pretty up, a pretty awesome defense. Actually, Baltimore and Indianapolis also have a good defense. But you're at Jacksonville, 20 of 30, so not even as many attempts, 280 yards, two touchdowns, didn't fumble, and had 14 yards rushing on three attempts. Dude, this kid is legit, man. Like, he's... Uh, you know, he, he's going to be a thing in the NFL, man. He's getting better and better. He's getting confidence. Like, he's seen the reads. He's throwing the ball. You know, he's throwing rookies. He's doing whatever. Nico Collins is doing his thing. Tank Dell is doing his thing, as we talked about earlier. Uh, he's even got Trees, who looks like he's actually got some longevity, at least this year. Um, I think P- so we CJ need Pierce Stroud, to see a little. I think Pierce needs to step up, bro, a little bit. He does. He does. Game, so bro. they're going against Pittsburgh next week, and it's at home. Not um, an easy, not an easy task. Not an easy defense. Well, is legit. Bro. I mean, it's Mike Tomlin's defense. I mean, you can't sneeze about that. But um, I don't see him going anywhere, man. This is this dude is. If you no. if you got the opportunity in dynasty, try to pick him up. If he's on, if he's for some reason you're doing a redraft and he's, he's sitting on your your bench or on waiver waivers, pick his ass up, man, because you know he could be something that you could use. He's currently in the league that I'm looking in. Uh, I'm gonna look in or I'm gonna swap this up for one second. Buy some time, but I believe he's like the top six or top seven um, quarterback for the year so far, and he's a rookie. Let me just put that again. Awesome. He's a rookie. I mean, kind of insane for the year. Uh, a little bit lower than I thought, so he's top ten. But yeah, and not for nothing, dude. 10. Good for them because, man, like Houston's been looking for something. You know, all the bullshit they dealt with with the last guy. You know all about that. So it's like, yeah, man, good for them, bro. They deserve it. Pick up with something new, fresh, and you know you got some young blood there, bro. It's, it, it could be interesting, man. It helps that division get some more action in it for once. Usually, it's Hell a yeah. dead dud division, so I like it. It's actually, I mean, with him and Baker Mayfield, I mean, it's kind of like the whole, like the whole NFC is actually kind of it's like changed. very entertaining. Yeah, it's very that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of like kind of crazy, dude. I love it. I love every second of it. To be honest with you, bro. The so. more interesting in all of them, the better it is, man. Hell yeah, brother! All right, what else you got, man? Before we sign off. 3-0 and in my Elite Fantasy Nation League. And what place does that put you in? Uh, numero uno. Numero uno. Taking down that. You just got to keep it going, man. Keep it going. 
McNutted, Owen, three. Uh, yeah, he's had some bad luck. There. If you look at his points scored, though, he scored a lot of points. I mean, now he they said he ranked him top three this week. He, he got like you know that honorable mention, but I mean, no, he did for po- points. Yeah. No, that's because of points scored for the week. Yeah, he had third points, still, third most know, points scored just, for the week. We can still. I'm keep just saying. That. I'm, I'm just listen, saying. Just watch out, man, because like listen, team, you know. I'm not listen. I'm not worried, bro. I'm humbly saying this because I'm I know like, you are. We can I know make, you are. You're saying out of respect, but I'm just saying like we hey, can I make mean, a perfect palindrome every week. I can go four and zero. He can go zero and four. We could just keep riding that out as long as I can. I, I'm cool with that too, bro. Whatever it takes. I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna love it because of the fact of McNutted took our our inaugural uh, championship last year. So uh the fact that we've got somebody and and roger and i are both in the in the toilet so yes uh the way the way that it's current position is we're hugging mcnutted so you've got roger in the 10th and 12th spot <laughs> you've got mcnutted in 11 and i'm in 10 so he's basically he's getting sandwiched by the two of us which i don't think he probably appreciates but fuck it we're gonna hold on to him we're gonna give him a big bear hug man yeah hold, hold him down there as long as you can how's that sound that's fine bro I'll just, we're trying we're <laughs> try trying. to float up as high as i can hell yeah <laughs> All right, man. Well, keep keep the uh, keep the fun coming. We're gonna we're gonna figure out um, we're gonna figure out when I can get McNutted on here so we can do some live uh, some live banter because I think it'd be fun and be worth it. So, uh, you got anything else to say before I, before we sign off, man? Sapphire said it's time to go. Yeah, Sapphire is like, you got to check out, dude. Turn off the mic. <laughs> yeah. All right, bitches. Yeah, until it, next time. Uh, hit the like and subscribe button. Rate and review. Tell all of your friends. Uh, as we do, please pass along the information. Even if you don't like what we have to say, I don't care. Uh, we're just trying to be normal guys and try to have fun with it. So uh, if you don't like it, say something about it, bro. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Do something, write please about it, post something. about it. Tell us, like chat us, DM us, whatever the hell. Dynasty MD6129 is my handle on all a sleeper. So find me, shit talk me if you don't like it, don't care. I want to hear it. We want to hear all, <laughs> any and all feedback. Yes. Until, until next time, peace. We're out, bitches. Ah. <sighs>